Now, Dave, earlier I was telling you about that podcast. You have to you have to listen to this, folks. Mark it on the listener app. It's called Secrets We Keep. Amelia Overhart is a journalist. Uh, she's mm. in Brizzy. I told you earlier there yes. was at her mum's wake at the funeral. Sees a photo on the um, on the memory board of her mum with a man and a mm. baby that wasn't her, which started this whole thing. Could you even imagine being in that position? Oh, not at all. Amelia joins us. Amelia, tell us about the uh, venturing down the rabbit hole. That's crazy. Good morning, guys. Well, thank you for having me on. Um, Yeah, so 12 years ago, my mum had passed away. She died um, of alcoholism at a very young age of 56. And so, you know, I was in my early 20s at that stage um, and certainly was very much looking for answers um, as to the questions I had surrounding why someone um, like that who had everything to live for was dead. Um, and so I was at the funeral. I hadn't collated the slideshow. My best friend had flown home and done that for me. So it was the first time I actually saw it was when I was at the wake. Um, and all these normal pictures are flashing up and it's everyone, you know, happy families. And then all of a sudden this photo of this man and um, a baby and, and my mom wearing a wedding ring flashes up and I turned to my uh, friend and I said, who is that? In not so many words. And she said, that's your mom and your dad and you as a baby. And I said, well, that's not my dad and that's not me. And I turned around to the gawking faces of, of her extended family and I just got such a mixture. I was like, who is this? And, you know, as the night went on, asked everyone, I got, you know, that was a cousin um, that was her baby, that she had been pregnant, the baby died. I just got such a, and, you know, having never known that she was married before, let alone had been pregnant, um, mm. was quite shocking. When I got the photo back, it was timestamped August 1973. So that made her 17 at the time. Um, and I guess over 12 years, I went on this journey of trying to find answers. I signed up to Ancestry.com. Um, you know, I would you know, hold down anyone that was in any sort of um, situation that was close to her and just beg them to tell me what had happened. And I just got, I I never got a straight answer from anybody. Um, And I got a lot of stop asking questions. How frustrating would that have, that must have been so frustrating to even go through that and think, I, because you know, you're, you're your mother's daughter, but you know, you don't know this man where does, and it just seems like everybody was giving you every answer except for the truth. Yeah. That's exactly right. And, you know, from a family perspective, I can understand, you know, the need for privacy. But at the same time, secrets like that are what this whole system existed of, mm-hmm. having the shame and the stigma attached to something that was, she was 17 and pregnant. You know, that wasn't, and by any account these days, you have a lot more options if you find yourself 17 and pregnant than you did in 1970. And they you know, push this shame and stigma onto these women, which is what has obviously resulted in the forced adoption era, which is what the bulk of the podcast ends up being about, yeah. is that 250,000 women had to give away their babies hmm. simply because their family still to this day wouldn't acknowledge that, you know, either a mistake had been made or that they just simply weren't married, but they had no option to keep their children. Now, n- being a, a journalist and everything, you would have chased this right down to, to try and found out a lot more information. Did you actually meet the child that was in the photo? No. So it did turn out that she had, well, allegedly lost the baby mm. um, when they were, you know, quite far into the pregnancy and that the family then forced her to get married at 17 to kind of secure them from any future shame that would, you know, they were pregnant 
forced to get married um, and then lost the baby. I mean, I believe Michael, the man that I did track down to Cairns, he was delightful um, and very honest and, and open with me and told me everything. Um, you know, but people have come out since saying, oh, no, they had the baby. And uh, I just, I don't believe really that. I think that it was just such a time of secrecy that things can be misinterpreted over, you know, the span of 40 years when you're trying to remember occasions that happened back then. Mm. But what it did lead me to was this uh, explosion of people that all had a story. Everybody I spoke to, whether it was their cousin, their own mum, their auntie, a sister that they found out was actually their mum, or everyone had a story. And, and somehow, even in you know the six degrees of separation, had been affected to some degree by forced adoption. And that sort of really pushed me as a journalist, I guess, to open up the conversation that for some reason has been closed for the last 40 years um, and give these women a platform. You know, I've, I was listening to, and I'm only newly into the podcast, but I'm going to continue listening today. But I did hear right, the emotion you. in your voice. Like you, mm. you, um, and this obviously is it's a very real story. So it's very, very difficult for you to unearth all of these secrets and stuff. Did you feel feel betrayed? Like even your dad, you spoke to your dad and your dad didn't know a whole lot about it either. Like, did you feel betrayed at all? Um, like, not by my dad or by anyone in my close family circle. Mm. I mean, family dynamics are, are very difficult to navigate. Everyone has very different feelings about this topic in particular. Um, but, you know, f- for me, I believed that I, I needed to tell my story in order to, you know, justify the platform I was given, um, giving other women. And I believed it was a story that really needed to come out um, to help others heal. And I also think that sharing my mum's story has helped so many people. It's all been worth it, mm. you know, Look, retrospectively through the tough time it yeah. kind of was from a family dynamic. Amelia, you've just sold me. I think I'm going to be uh, listening to that podcast you've now got too. It, yeah. folks, mark it. It's on the listener app, Secrets We Keep. Um, in short, Amelia, do you, now I know my situation is different to yours and I don't have that story, the same story that you've got. Do you encourage anybody to dig deep into their family to see if there's any secrets? that they should be unearthing or do you just leave it alone? <laughs> well, in retrospect for myself, I'm very glad I, I went digging. I think that um, if you're prepared for any outcome, it's probably the best way to deal with something like that. Mm. I think they are often quite shocking, but you aren't going looking unless you strongly suspect something anyway. You know, people don't, you know, and, and, and it just confirms humans' innate need for identity. People just want to know where they came from, who they are, yeah. um, and, you know, and to build a full picture for themselves so that they can better understand themselves, I think. So I would say that for anyone that is looking, you know, they're looking for a reason and, and yeah, just be prepared for what you may find. Great advice. Good call. Amelia Overhart, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you for being so open and raw with your story. Make sure you uh, check it out, folks, on the listener app, Secrets We Keep. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, guys. Best of luck on your search. Thank you. I'm terrified. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen to that again on the listener app, folks. L-I-S-T-N-R-J and Dave for breakfast here on Triple M.